0: Hello, mr lucian hey. Jung, back on the podcast yeah. again how are you doing man
1: yeah good good how are you doing good. very good very good and a little
0: change of location i think i've almost said that at the beginning of every podcast just because i'm grinding through them uh within the last weeks to, to prepare them for the whole year good energy good people and that's also actually a topic that we want to talk about today um to make a change um, while living within the the, confi- the confinements of the society we live in, you know um, making a change um, detaching from the social norms that sometimes you know your environment your society puts yourself on um, how How have you experienced that through your your young life so far what were the first uh, confrontations you had with that where you thought man, I would do this differently though that society kind of doesn't really allow it or doesn't really like to see
1: that change? Yeah. Well, I suppose, um, I suppose, uh, I don't know. Well, firstly, I think what's important is that um, the biggest thing is the admittance that maybe you do need a bit of change in your life. Um, Maybe you need to, I don't know, take a different perspective or see what could potentially work a little bit better. And I, I, I don't know as a lot of people sort of are you know that they get in routines some healthy some not so healthy and for me i guess the a big sort of a point where um i felt as though i needed to make a change is where i had a bit of an unhealthy more of an addiction i suppose habit um and yeah i i wanted to change that of course and after trying a few times without any help obviously the support of you know family and friends Um, but without really managing to do it, um, on my own and with that support, um, I decided to maybe, it was a suggestion to go and, um, talk to someone a little bit more professional, I suppose. So, um, as, uh, now, thankfully, um, as a, a lot larger, there's a lot, I believe there is a, a way larger, um group of people a number of society that are now going to um seek therapy out and um since uh, november october something like that um i took the suggestion on from my girlfriend at the time uh, from my girlfriend and um i went and saw a therapist about me smoking too much so um yeah i decided to do it and honestly i was shocked um Uh, at first I, I don't know. I always had the opinion that therapy wouldn't really work because I didn't really have much belief in it. And I had heard that you need to be a hundred percent for it and you need to be, you know, willing to change and willing to help yourself for someone else to help you. And, um, I suppose that was the major thing that stopped me. But after the first couple of weeks, after the first couple of sessions, I realized that, Um, I was pretty naive about the entire situation and how it actually works. And, um, yeah, I don't know. I can safely admit now that I think it's a great thing and I think it's really, I think it's fantastic that more and more people are doing it, but it's still not really a topic that's talked about that much in general. I don't know I feel like people are still kind of afraid to bring it up or admit that maybe they're going to therapy and yeah I don't know do you do you also think that that's the case or well first of all thank you for
0: sharing that because I think that it is very important to openly talk about that just as we should be open to anything else we talk about not to judge anyone yesterday we recorded a podcast about that uh, the B2B X Summit. I was uh, in, in Dubai last week, and one of the first rules or things we talked about, especially for the getting through the next two years, which seem to get more and more crazy as the days goes by, um, yeah. is respecting each other's perspective and also your own. And um, I think this is very important in terms of talking about therapy, because I think there's a lot of people that think they need therapy. Mm-hmm. But they might just need a healthy conversation with with a friend, but then, mm-hmm. on the contrary there 's also people that really i think should seek it, as you said or should look for it, but as you said, they have some kind of restriction they give themselves or some kind of obstacle they have that they can 't overcome to do that i think and and the most of the most of the people have the obstacle of thinking that they 're weak if they do it. And that's why I'm so thankful to you because I I know and I think that a couple of people that listen to this podcast or that are out there in the world in general, they have exactly that obstacle. But once they have overcome it, however, uh, they know it helped them because you can get through anything, not everything, by your, just by yourself. And sometimes, yeah. unfortunately you know, your own energy isn't enough, then your best friends or your family's energy isn't enough. And then sometimes there's just a time for a professional. And I think there's some cases where, where it's very, very necessary that people do that in order not to collide, you know, or to get out of the rails completely. But then I also think it's just a smart tool to get better at something earlier to try to prevent you from, even starting to go down some kind of way, you know?
1: Yeah, it's interesting that you bring up this term of, um, of using it as some kind of tool. And a friend of mine who had also been to therapy, he explained that so well to me in that sense. Um, he said that essentially it's um, the opportunity to learn how to use the tools to manage your emotions and um, some aspects in your life a lot more easily then for example if you don't know how to do that or if you don't know for example if you're going in the right direction or if you're having I don't know moral complications or whatever it might be um the opportunity the action of going to therapy and talking to someone they aren't there to fix um anything that's going on in your life they're essentially there to show you how to do it yourself and yeah. the benefit of that is afterwards because obviously the uh, the plan is never to stay in therapy your entire life the plan yeah. is to go there learn how to use the tools um that they show you so that in the future you can manage that yourself and you don't need to rely on other people or you don't need to be able to do that you can support yourself in situations where you need to yeah. and i think that's what's important yeah
0: and i think it's just
1: it's just a toolbox as you said that
0: you're able to use it doesn't mean that you shouldn't be talking to people you trust or you feel like you're having a good time or it feels good to talk to them. It's just that you can, that you're able to make that decision. Are you going to, you know, work it out with yourself because you know, now know how to, or are you going to do that? And then also talk to a friend because, you know, he or she gives you good energy and maybe you can also give something back to her or to him by showing them that you trust them so much to address a topic that is very important to you together with them. And I think it's like, it's maybe it's a little far fetched, but I think it's the same as with happiness. Like if you can be happy yourself and you don't become happy through anything, you are happy if you decide to be happy or you're not, in my opinion. But if you are, then you can choose to make another person happy because you can add on what you've already built for yourself, like in relationships and friendships and family or whatever, you know?
1: Of course. I mean, naturally, if you are spending time with people who are loving life and enjoying it and are happy and enthusiastic, then it obviously helps in your mood as well, because you kind of get to share that, like you say, that energy with them and it boosts yourself as well. And it's really great. Um, And I Suppose, I mean, of course that happens in the opposite direction as well, but I think that's where you kind of need to, you need to consider, you know, the other people's perspectives and then you can support them if they aren't feeling, you know, so full of energy or so capable of things, then at least you have the opportunity to support them and to help them out. And of course, um, the idea is that they can return that favor and they can also help you. I mean, that's the whole point of society, right? We, The whole idea is that we want to band together in some kind of community to help each other to improve and sort of progress. Um, and I think the best way to do that is obviously with this transfer of, you know, this emotional energy that we sort of go through every day. Yeah. You know, I think, yeah. Especially... Making
0: that difference between what I feel like, unfortunately, has become a majority of the people trying to go against each other. Like, that's something we also talked about yesterday is like el- elbow society, especially in business, um, which is understandable that people get into that because it's already being trained in school. You know, your grades are being portrayed on the board in the front. Who's got that grade? Who's got that grade? You come home, you, your parents ask you, naturally, because they haven't learned it any other way, you know, it's not their fault. Uh, But they ask you what grade you got, what the others got, and why didn't you get the grade of the kid that was better than you? And um, naturally, we are are an animal, you know, we are a a certain sum of, of human race that is seeking the community and is seeking to be together. And that's why we naturally actually have the skill to network, to build our own environment that we feel comfortable in, yeah. but we've kind of been taught uh, not to do that, just because we have to fight for our own selves. And I think yeah. there comes a point in your life for some earlier, for some later, for some never, unfortunately, where you have to make that decision: um, if you're gonna, you know, screw the norm and and build your surroundings, or if you're gonna play by the rules and then, you know, live with the consequences.
1: Yeah, no, absolutely. I don't know, I find that also really interesting, the fact that, I mean, from such a young age, um, children are also this idea that um, competition is such a vital part of life. And I think, yeah, obviously there is some benefits in this idea that you can motivate each other and do that, but it's a lot more rare that, you know, children are taught, okay, instead of just trying to do this as fast enough faster than your neighbor for example you could ask uh how did you do this and then maybe later on they can help you out as well you know um, yeah i don't know or but like i think it's yeah
0: no like i was gonna say or like if you, if if you made a mistake you're not being blamed for it and you know the teacher goes through it with the rat and marks everything that's wrong and doesn't talk about one point that you did well that you can then build on trying to just compensate the things you did wrong because how can we learn other than through mistakes you know rolf my one of my mentors who's been on the podcast who's been mentioned thousands of times by me because he's a very important part of my life he always says it's like this tunnel system you know like you take a tunnel then it splits and then you go this direction okay there's is, there is no way further so you go back you take the other way you just mm. need to try to not make the same mistakes over and over again but to learn from them and then build on that and yeah of course that's also like something in school like you're never taught to build on your strengths you're always taught to be good at everything as much as possible
1: yeah which i think it's really i don't know i i think that's I think that's just part of this idea that the education system is just trying to basically push through as many people to have the opportunity after their, you know, um general school sort of yeah, um that they can choose what they want to do. But the fact is that um children's strengths and weaknesses, that I think the children's strengths and weaknesses they show well before the end of school. I mean, you see kids that are fantastic at literature and then you see kids that are fantastic at mathematics or the sciences. And the fact is, well, the majority of the time, I should say, um, a lot of uh, students aren't, you know, so strengthened in both areas, but rather they prioritize in one way. And I think what's great about um, further education is you get the opportunity to focus on your strengths. And that's what a lot of people do. But before then, we're still working away like we're some kind of, you know, colony of ants just trying to submit as many children who can do everything. And yeah. that's why I think so many kids lose so much motivation in school because they think, oh, well, I don't actually suffice. I can't actually do everything. So why do I try? And then they lose interest and they do other things that aren't so beneficial. Yeah. Um, there's this... I don't, I, I can't remember if i don't think i talked about it last last time i was on but um there was this class in high school in australia it's called think big and um i think it's a really 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 good (laughs) idea and it just basically takes the entire educational system turns it around and um the idea behind it is that the kids can choose essentially what they want to do they want they can choose what direction they want to learn and they of course, you know, they all choose their strengths and what they actually have interests, interests in, oh. right, naturally. And the, uh, the percentage of kids that are graduating through this school is so much higher than the kids that are obviously going through the normal educational system because they just can't seem to, I don't know, they just don't have the same motivation. I mean, there's are
0: And not only graduating but once you graduate actually kind of knowing what you did the last 12 years like isn't that crazy like because i don't think any 18 year old wakes up and says like well i've wasted 12 years they will realize it way 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 later when for the most of them it's it's way too late anyways because i mean i mean there's 30 year olds there's 40 year olds that think they've wasted they have no more time to live left even though they're just at a half point in average you know anything can happen but is like attitude and and that's what i i think I've, I've mentioned that a couple of times as well we had this one class of rhetorics in in our first semester in in university and um, where our exam was to make a speech about a topic that we are concerned about or that we're interested in and i talked about it's kind of risky talking to professors about changing the educational system of germany but that, that was one of the ideas i had as well you know we there's so much, sorry, bullshit that we learn in school that we're never going to need or use again. Yeah. And taking like half an hour each class every every day, okay? So that would give you like two and a half to three hours per week. You know, if you take a half hour per day, five days a week, yeah. and just take those three hours once a week to just ask the children when they're in first, first grade and then throughout the whole whole year's, what it is they want to do it will tell you they want to be a fighter fighter or you know those cliche stories or an astronaut in first grade but then if they get used to being asked for their opinion it will be more concrete as the time goes on and that your goals and your why why you do certain things will change i think that's natural as well but what i've realized is like for example in the in the event in dubai if you're already being asked by a very successful or older person or they're older and successful, uh, what's your opinion is that in my, in my opinion, that is so much appreciation that comes your way because you're not used to that. Because if you're in school or if you at work or if you're in university, there's an older person or a more successful person that tells you how it's being done. And you're supposed to listen and shut up, you know, Pretty much. but that's not going to work like
1: on no, long term it's not gonna work it's, it's kind of ridiculous because i don't know that's it's essentially what our that's essentially what this whole system is sort of based around right this idea that okay there's a right answer and you need to achieve that and obviously there does need to be some kind of guidelines in that direction but i think it needs to be more flexible from person to person yeah and that's not the case and i think that's what's so dangerous i don't know yeah. We kind of we ended up sort of changing the subject a little bit, um, but yeah, but it goes back know. to the
0: same way. Like making it making a change in your life comes back, or starts with understanding what's gone wrong.
1: Yeah, yeah we, you're very right, actually, right? And sort of having that that sort of perspective or that that um, ability to notice which way you want to go, right? yeah um which you know if these kids if for example children had this half an hour a day like you say um then they would be they would probably um grow this ability to look in a more insightful way in themselves and try and ask themselves you know every day oh do i really want to do that or maybe my opinions change maybe i want to do that now and which is absolutely fine as well i mean no one's no one's once or ever concrete. Never- that's, that's,
0: that's such a waste of time to just do the same thing all the time. Again, I'm going back oh. to this event. Sorry, sorry about that. Because There's so many insights and so many things that made sense. One of the speakers, Nas Daily, one of the craziest YouTubers ever, he's done a video per day for the past, I think, 1,350 days. He's crazy. <laughs> he's const- He's working every day. He's like, I don't know. And he was speaking and he was just putting it into perspective. Think about if you wanna make a YouTube channel, right? Or we go to that um, idea of what you said, taking a half hour each day, five days a week during school to ask the kids what they wanna do. Of course, their opinion will change, maybe even every day. But if we go back to the YouTube channel, what gives you more potential to grow? Making 365 days, of videos so you have 365 days to correct yourself to grow and to get better or to only do it once per month so only 12 times you know what i mean
1: well yeah i mean obviously it's it's the idea of going through the process and doing it more often right yeah naturally um yeah so i don't know i think it's i think it's kind of crazy in that sense and i think the I, it would be really, really interesting to see what the change on, um, you know, younger generations would be if they have that ability to um, recognize that maybe they don't want to go in the direction that they're forced, or maybe they don't want to, maybe they are capable of changing the direction that they're going in, yeah. you know? Um. So, it, in a perfect world, maybe. I mean, you never really know what really could happen there. But um yeah, I definitely think it would be uh I think I think it'd definitely be really important. It'd be good.
0: <laughs> yeah. And I think I think it's just like about, I mean, you're not gonna change the world, the whole world from today to tomorrow just because everyone thinks, oh yeah, that makes sense what those two guys are talking about. But we talked about exactly the topic yesterday in communication for social developments, one of the modules we have here in, in Seville. And We talked about like the educational system. Then one guy said, well, like if you would make everybody the boss, you know, there wouldn't be any workers to be in the companies, to be in the system, which is true. But I think even if you would give everybody the chance to do what they want, at least half of the people wouldn't want to be the boss just because they don't like taking so much responsibility, but they're very good at asking, yo, what can I do for you today? I'll grind through it, have a perfect day, and you, the boss will have the perfect help to that. You know what I mean? And yeah, of course. And if, if we do something like that, like so let's say we're successful with it, and I invite everybody uh, to do that with me because that is my bigger goal. You know, I want to be financially dependent for myself, of course, to enjoy the things I want to do, to travel the world, but that will be fun for two weeks, and then it will get boring. So I asked myself what it is I want to do further than that. And I definitely want to change some things in the educational system in Germany and around the world to introduce topics like that. Just like start with like having new modules for people that go to the university to study, to become a teacher, not only the modules they have, but also Mm -hmm. kind of having this apprenticeship or seminars on how to be a coach, you know, or to, have some sort of like skills to not make therapy but ask the kid the right questions they're not able to ask themselves yet because essentially that is what coaching mentoring or therapy is it's just like laid out in different directions but essentially Mm -hmm. now your therapist asks you questions or started to ask you questions that you can ask yourself at the moment
1: yeah i mean essentially the the thing that I found really fascinating was um, this idea that obviously, so I would describe the situation on how, uh, for example, the situation and how I would sort of cope with it, my mental um, process, what I would want to do after and how I'd react to it essentially. Yeah. And um, basically um, her particular method of going through it um, would be to um, play some kind of scenario in where I would take a look at this particular scenario from a different perspective. So, for example, if someone else was going through the same situation and how I would predict that they would react. Um, and I think it's interesting because a lot of people don't see themselves as, um, they don't treat themselves like other people. I find this really, really fascinating as well because, you um, what happens is we always, a lot of people are really harsh on themselves and they don't yeah. really, they, they don't, right? Yeah, that's the thing, right? Because everyone's like it, but then we don't really treat other people how harshly, for example, we might treat ourselves. And I think that's kind of ridiculous. And I think we need to sh- start treating ourselves a lot more um, compassionately, for example, yeah. with how, like, how we might treat other people. Yeah. I don't know. I think it's... um. I think it's a very beneficial thing to do because obviously if you start giving yourself a little less pressure and you start working on things like that, I mean, the motivation, the beneficial motivation from um, treating yourself with a little bit more compassion and less pressure and less, you know, really just saying like, oh, well, you should have done that. That wasn't good enough. Then you have a lot more space. To sort of grow Be- up into that. Exactly. Yeah. Because yeah. what you just
0: said, you should have done better. That's again the program that's being taught to us in school.
1: Exactly.
0: You should have you could have done that better again, but instead we're not going to talk about the 80% of what you did right. We're going to talk about the 20% you did wrong. Yeah. And I think that now brings us to a very, very important topic. Because now I think we've analyzed, you know, also like like Thaddeus, the guy from the event. You know, I've I've mentioned him, is Coroma. Everybody that's interested in growing at least a little bit and then has either Instagram or YouTube, check this guy out, Tedious Koroma. It will change your life. Um, If you don't have the patience to listen, I'm sorry for you. (laughs) Uh, But he he said that as well. We talk about problems and solving them. We shouldn't spend more than 5% of our time and energy on analyzing what the problem is, but rather 95% on finding the best solution for it. And Mm. if we talk about that, now we've mentioned, okay, we can go back to what the root of our problem is, no matter if it's, you know, trying to stop smoking or changing ourselves for the better to love ourselves more or get better at certain sport or business or whatever it is, we've analyzed, okay, we need to go back to what the root is in order to change it. And there's ways to build your environment, you know, with a mentor, with good friends, with um, therapy, with coaching, maybe also just with people that are like you that want to get further because that already creates so much energy. You know, lions hunt with lions naturally. And that doesn't mean they have to be around you constantly, but you just need to know they're there. You know, so I guess yeah. this I just I think this is the overall picture. Now let's go into, because we're 20 minutes in, but I think we have another 10 to 15 minutes. Let's go into... Mm-hmm how you can do that on a daily basis, because the problem most of the people have, and I include myself to that 100% when it comes to eating healthy, which is again, Mm -hmm. self-respect. One of the guys on the event, he hit me hard with that, is he said exactly the same as you said, we respect almost everybody with Mm -hmm. everything we do. the way we talk, the advice we give them, but most of us don't respect ourselves enough to train every day and to eat healthy every day because that'll self-respect to our body, you know, and to our mind naturally as well.
1: Yeah, of course. So
0: how do we do this change constantly? Because staying with it continuously is way harder than understanding what we can do in the long term to change it.
1: We talked yeah, about cool. energy
0: and law of attraction. Go ahead and
1: yeah, so, I mean, obviously, obviously, it helps if you spend, in my opinion, it helps a lot if um, you are able to receive some of that energy, that, you know, well-being, um, by spending the time with people with similar sort of energies and well-being, people who have similar values and have similar goals and stuff like that, right? Yeah. Um, obviously, that helps a lot, and with this idea of law of attraction, obviously, if you are going to be hanging out with these people, then you're going to fit in quite well because you're going to be providing for them and they're going to be providing for you. And then it's just a really perfect circle of growth in that sense. Um, Obviously, there's that sense in a social aspect, but also in the individual aspect, like you were saying, um, if you do respect yourself in that, if you can give yourself that respect and that idea of, okay, yeah, so... I need to do this. I need to do that. Yeah, okay, that's all right. Um, but you just need to be. I think people need to be a lot more sort of generous to themselves in that, because there's no point in saying like, okay, yeah, so shit, I, I didn't, I didn't do that. I, um, I didn't, for example, do that task today. That's a shame. That's frustrating. But rather say, okay, um, I did do all of this today. I did manage that, although I didn't do maybe one or two things. I didn't, you know, the six or eight other things that I managed, that I wanted to do. Um, And I think when you think in that direction, it's also a lot more advantageous because you get that feeling of respect and you get that appreciation from yourself that you can actually bounce back from. And it sort of helps you with that next day, you know, that next opportunity where you need to prove, where you need to work. And I think that's the... To be completely honest, I think that's the opportunity of giving yourself the energy is it's just that perspective. It's swapping it out. It's getting away from this idea that we're, you know, we have to do all of the things right and we have to 100%, you know, perfectly contribute or anything like that. I mean, there's, I think there has to be some kind of balance there. Perfection is the killer
0: to progress. Period.
1: That's, yeah, that's what it is.
0: And I think like, again, there, there is the point where you can make a decision for yourself, either if you're going to take it or leave it, you know, if you're going to accept that, that you're not going to be perfect, but that oh, that's also not what it's about. It's to get further with the things you actually want to do that, you know, apply to your values and the standards that you, uh, you know, can set for yourself before you get started. And I think it's very important what you said um, individually and in society um that at a certain point after you've found out what your why is and where you want to go you can just l- use the law of attraction to make it easier because again i know there's so many skeptics and it's, it's way too spiritual for the for the most of the people which i think is very ironic because if you look at the source and the root of the law of attraction it's actually something um in comparison to religion for example I'm not gonna hate on anyone that's religious. Um, Everybody can do whatever they want. I'm just saying the law of attraction is something that's actually scientifically proven because we're all made of mass matter and energy. We have molecules in our body and atoms uh, that connect with the earth and the universe we live in. And it's basic physics that like a magnet, you know, uh, things that are alike attract each other and again yeah. you can take it or leave it I've found out for myself by reading and watching uh, The Secret which is a book and movie um, uh, over and over again and I've shared the experience through that of that book with other people and the law of attraction and energy that you can then actually consciously start to use that and you can do that with almost everything no matter if it's you know tomorrow I'm going to have a good day. Just that. And then yeah. naturally you wake up because your subconscious works most when you're asleep and you're going to have a good day because subconsciously it's like another person working for you in your head, trying to find things that you're that are going to make your day good. And you're going to look at things differently just because you're looking for it's it's the same same example with this basic example of like oh i just saw a yellow car you Mm. can bet your ass you're gonna see more yellow cars today
1: than any other day before it's right out this is changing this perspective right yeah uh, yeah that's i mean really it's it's as simple as that sometimes i mean obviously it can be difficult as well um, when people are you know stuck in particular situations and they can't really manage to get out of them I mean I understand that that is difficult to just change your perspective like that sometimes but um, and that's where I think it is really helpful to sort of seek the help uh, whether it be from friends and family and try and you know seek people who are um, who are surrounding or who are providing the energy that you really want to have? Um, I think that's where you kind of want to, yeah. I mean, that's what will help you focus on a different perspective, which will eventually obviously help yourself. And then you'll be able to progress in the direction that you want to. Yeah.
0: Yeah. 100%. And I think that goes along with, you know, being true to yourself not to be too hard on yourself, also taking breaks. Mm. is also something I think is very important. If we talk about giving 100% instead of 99, that one extra percent will change a lot for you in the long run because it's going to make a lot of things easier. Because think about it with training. You know, If you work out constantly, you progress, and each workout doesn't feel as hard as in comparison that you would train every other week or every other month. You know, if you haven't worked out in a while, you're going to be very sore. and It's going to be very hard to get back into it as it is with everything else. So I think,
1: yeah, go that's ahead. That's true. But that's true. But it is also important to take those breaks. That's yeah. what I'm saying. That's what yeah. I'm saying. But those, are,
0: those should be planned breaks or that you listen to your body and you say, yeah. or your mind also, okay, I need this break now because it's simple as that. If you don't take your breaks, your breaks are going to take you. and that can be as simple as like i need to sit down and maybe you get into bad habits like watching tv all night or having having bad food or something which is okay if you choose to do that and if it doesn't just happen to you without you having any control over it but it can also be something worse that might make you more of an effort to get out of it you know like burnout like depression like being sick like i've realized that in uh, until like a year ago actually that i got sick very often just because i wasn't treating myself well in terms of always running 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 doing doing things doing things doing things and didn't take those breaks so at a certain point yeah. my body was like okay dude if you're not going to take that responsibility we're going to shut you down for a week yeah, or two that,
1: that's exactly, until exactly you learn. <laughs> yeah exactly and that's i think that's what's so that's why it's so important to listen to your body and your mind like you said because i don't know people don't really do that they focus on what they want to do and then they go out and they do it and they run into problems and then instead of listening to you know for example some of these problems and maybe trying to figure it out or taking a break they push through it and they think okay no i just manage it i'll just force it but i think the problem with that is you end up running into these same problems and the same issues, whether it be getting sick all the time or not being able to do what you want to really do or not feeling the satisfaction that you're looking for in life. Um, I think you just need to start. I think people need to start listening to their, their minds and their bodies because that's really the best sort of, I don't know. That's, that's honestly the best guidance that we can all have. It's just yeah. listening to ourselves yeah but, yeah all right
0: so let me summarize that so we want to listen to ourselves we want to give ourselves time and and love to to listen to what we want to do to listen to our body to listen to our mind we want to try to do more things consciously because we know that 5% of our mind work consciously and the rest actually works subconsciously and it takes about i think Three to four weeks, so let's say a month to change beliefs or to change things that are in your subconscious um, to actually change it for the better and those can be beliefs concerning money, those can be beliefs um a certain way how you, how you deal with people or how you actually communicate. there's a lot of energy that lays in how you communicate with yourself and your surroundings and I think also again there's a lot of ex- there's plenty of examples like take waking up there's this book called the 5 second rule i think i i made a whole episode about that right at the beginning of this podcast last year you have about 5 seconds in the morning to consciously decide whether you're going to get up or not yeah. after those 5 seconds your subconscious is going to start to make excuses for you to lay in bed
1: that's not yeah. you
0: yourself actively controlling that that are, those are beliefs that you've picked up over time that make the decisions for you. And that sucks because yeah, just as much as that, I don't want any other person to make decisions for, my, for myself. I want to be, you know, I want to have the power of what I do. So I think that is very important to see that this is a something for the long haul. It's not going to change over time. And again, coming back to what you said in the beginning, kind of getting this frame, um, admitting to yourself when you need help, when you yeah. can't do it on your own anymore, and that doesn't necessarily mean you have to go to therapy, by the way. No, but it no. can mean that you're allowed to give yourself that treat, because yeah. let's look at it like that. You know, let's take the word of therapy out of this negative perspective. At the end of the day, it's just somebody that's better at something than you at the moment that is willing to help you and that's willing to give you this sort of treatment. Just like if you go to a massage or if you go to a spa, you know, there's people that are good at, you know, treating, treating their body, treating your body well, that mm. apparently you haven't done in a while for yourself. Otherwise you wouldn't need it, you know?
1: Yeah, of course. Um, I think it's just, personally, I think the, the biggest challenge that most people have is this idea of, um, of asking for help or asking themselves for help yeah this idea of just being like taking that first step because really i mean it's always it's the case with everything right with anything that we don't really feel like we want to do or we don't have enough trust or we have doubts or whatever it's always that first step that's the hardest and then after you've done that you realize okay it wasn't so bad or at least you've committed to a little bit and then it gets easier and easier but this first idea of thinking like okay yeah well maybe i'll try it out um it could help or it could not. And then if either way, it doesn't matter. I mean, yeah. the fact is that you can only really benefit from asking for help if you feel like you need it. Yeah, so.
0: yeah and I think that comes back to, and then. now this is the very perfect frame because I think the first sentence uh, we, we or the first phrase we talked about is making that change while living within the confinements of society. Because if you accept the fact that if you wanna change for the better for yourself personally, uh, then it's not gonna be with the appreciation of everyone in society. Mm. Because there's always gonna be people that will not like what you do, no matter what it is you do. You're never gonna please anyone, uh, everyone, sorry. And there is always gonna be the point where you're gonna have to make a decision, am I gonna do it for myself? Or am I going to take a step back for myself in order to please everyone else around me? Mm-hmm. It's just a, a yes or no decision, just like a lot of other things uh, we've talked about.
1: Yeah, no, I completely agree, man. Definitely.
0: Bro, I think uh, we couldn't have any better ending. Um, <laughs> thank you a lot for for the energy in the room. No, I think that a lot scary. of people that take the time to listen to this i don't know it was 40 35 40 minutes we'll take a lot away from this i'm sure uh that you'll be back on the podcast again i'm excited to see you uh, in summer again when i'm back in germany you're always welcome in in andalusia in the south of spain Uh, i'm always here uh so yeah i will talk to you soon thank you for being
1: here thanks for having me it's it's always it's always good fun all right thank you man